What's going on everybody? Drone on here with you. It is Friday, November 10th, 2023. How's everybody doing out there today? So the good thing for me and my football pill, and again, I'm back here on this side giving you the full picks. Again, I apologize over the last couple because I've been kind of busy on that side. But for week 10, we're going to reset everything here on the second half side. So we're going to go all the way to week 17 and then they're going to finalize all the scores and start again. So it's kind of starting with a clean slate. I was 7-6 and six last week. I did get a couple winning weeks in a row, but only by one, albeit. Again, the one from several weeks ago is what absolutely killed me. But 7-6, and six, and to date, I'm 61-66. and 66. And when you go when when you win one game a few weeks ago on that side and you go like one and twelve or one and eleven or whatever it is, that's what kills your record. Otherwise it wouldn't honestly be that bad if not for the one week so far. So let's just get into this thing. I'm gonna try to at least out of the let's just count them one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen games this week. I'm gonna try to somehow maybe go I don't know, 7-6 and six and do it again. Maybe try to improve on that a little bit. I think we could at least see that today with what I have. So let's just get into this. So in Gillette at New England, it's Indianapolis and the New England Patriots. New England Patriots only get one and a half. I see no reason to take the Patriots if they're only getting that many points against Indianapolis. They've been able to score some points at least a little bit. New England hasn't shown me much. Mac Jones had a couple good games this year, but that's all it is to date, and we're in Week 10, and New England's not been very good. So I'll take the Colts comfortably on that side. Baltimore and Cleveland. I was going back and forth on this one. Ultimately, against my better judgment, I decided to go with Cleveland in the 6.5. These games are usually very close, and these two teams don't like each other, but the quarterback situation in Cleveland is a hell of a lot worse, and you got Lamar Jackson on the other side. That's what scares me and wants me to take Baltimore outright, but these games are usually close. And Cleveland's defense, if they are able to stop Lamar Jackson on that run side, they can keep it close enough to get in the spread. So give me Baltimore to win, but give me Cleveland to cover. That's what I'm going with. I'm going to take the Browns. Cincinnati and Houston. Cincinnati's at home. Houston gets 7.5. Now, normally I would just take Cincinnati and laugh it off, but C.J. Stroud had a couple games with about five touchdowns, and he went absolutely insane. If he can do that again, and I'm going to say Cincinnati wins this one, but maybe they keep it close enough to where they can score some points, and these two teams light each other up like a pinball machine. Against my better judgment again, I'll take the Texans in the 7.5. Hopefully they can cover it. San Francisco and Jacksonville. San Francisco has been struggling of late. They've been dealing with a lot of injuries. And this Jacksonville team at home, this is not going to be easy. I feel like this is a toss-up game. And comfortably, I'll take Jacksonville in the 3.5. I think even with a team as good as San Francisco, I'll take the Jags. I think they actually get the job done. They could win this game outright. So I'll stick with the field goal. I think I'll be okay on this one. Minnesota at home getting two and a half as they host New Orleans. I still think Minnesota is the better team, even without Kirk Cousins again in that situation. And the injury is very ugly. He's not going to be back for the rest of the year on that side. And uh, Minnesota, as far as picking up the quarterback situation with Joshua Dobbs, he might be able to fit right in. I think Minnesota is the better team, and they're getting points at home. I'll take the Vikings. This is where I'll start to get away from the dog side of things. Pittsburgh and Green Bay. Pittsburgh only has to cover 3.5 against the Packers. Packers, I don't think, are a very good football team. 
I know on the other side, when you think about Jordan Love, I get it, hot and cold type of games. Pittsburgh has been fine enough this year to where I can't say that they're a bad team. They're not a great team, but they're always going to be in the mix. And I feel like that should be more than enough to take out the Green Bay Packers. So give me the Steelers, only in a cover three and a half. True toss-up on this one, Tampa Bay and Tennessee. Tennessee Road Dog only getting one and a half. Tampa Bay has been losing some games. I feel like they need to play a little bit better. Tennessee, unless you're going to get exposed by Derrick Henry, which has not shown you that this year. Give me Tampa Bay. I'm not going to say get right game, but they really need to get back on the winning side of things. I'll take it. They only have to cover one and a half, and they're at home. Atlanta and Arizona. Arizona is at home getting one and a half, and I don't know what to make of Atlanta or Arizona on this side. So admittedly, I'm just going to go with the home team getting the one and a half in a pick em type game. Now, I was going to go one way on this and one way only. Detroit has to go to L.A. and so far and play the Chargers. I was going to go Chargers all day long on this one. And then I saw the spreads only at one and a half. Some people have it at three and a half at this point. Now it's down to one on my side. Maybe three toward the Friday side, but I have the Monday lines. Detroit's got two weeks to prepare for this one. This will be one that can absolutely blow up in my face, and this is probably one on the schedule where Detroit, if you're looking at losses on the schedule other than the Cowboys to end the year when you have the two Vikings games in the middle of it, this is probably the last game where they probably should lose. And the Chargers are a really good team, but Detroit's been able to get healthy and get rested. Chargers haven't had that opportunity yet. I will take the Lions. All they have to do is cover one and a half points, but if they get exposed on this side, then I'll have to eat my own words because when you think about the quarterback situation and you got Justin Herbert and Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, they got real big playmakers on that side. Try better bring it on the defensive side or this could get bad. Dallas and the New York Giants. The spread is absolutely ridiculous, but I'm still going to take the Cowboys. I'm stirring at 16.5 for the Giants. Now, you had Tommy DeVito on that side. I don't care if you put Danny DeVito back there on that side. I think Tommy's a little bit taller on this. At least I hope so. When you think about some of the Firehouse Subs commercials. Dallas, man, that's a gigantic spread, but they have too much going for them right now. I don't even know what's going on with the Giants as far as all these injury concerns. Might be down to a third quarterback, fourth quarterback on that side. Dallas could sleepwalk through this and not cover 16 and a half. That could be what most likely happens on this side, that they could just rest everybody and still comfortably beat the Giants. It's the only thing that concerns me about the spread. But Dak has a golden opportunity here, especially in a chance where they should have beat the Eagles. They had a couple opportunities there where they didn't clock the ball. They gave themselves another last chance on third down. I don't think they executed very well against the Eagles, and they should have won that game. If they take this very seriously, the Giants could lose by 40. So 16.5, it looks like a lot. I'm flip-flopping one way, whether or not Dallas sleepwalks through it or they blow out the Giants, but I'll take the Cowboys, but 16.5 is a lot of points. Maybe don't bet on this one unless you absolutely know for sure. Washington has to travel to Seattle. They get six and a half points. This is a game that is a coin flip as far as that spread. If it was any less, I would take the Seahawks and I'd live with the results. Six and a half might be right at the number. Seattle might win this one by seven, and I'll lose by half a point. With that being said, I know Montez Sweat is on the other side now. He's no longer on the Washington Commanders side, but I'll go ahead and take the Commanders because I think the spread's a little bit too close at six and a half. It's too close to call. I'll take the points. And that leaves me with the final two games of the week. 
The Sunday night game is really this. Oh, this is a dog game. Both the Sunday night game and the Monday night game. My God. The New York Jets and the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders at home getting two and a half. Not a very good football team right now. They are at home, but the Jets defense is still very, very good. And Zach Wilson can do enough to beat the Vegas Raiders, even at home. It's only two and a half. Give me the Jets to the favorites, and I'll take them. And this leaves me mercifully, oh my God, to the Monday night game. Buffalo and Denver. Denver getting seven and a half. That's a lot of points now for Denver to get because Buffalo has been garbage juice. What are they, five and four on the season now? This should be a lot better. And this Denver team, they've been playing better of late. But I want to see Buffalo get a breakout game in the worst way. I'm going to take the Bills. It's seven and a half. It's a lot, and I'll probably eat my words. But please, can you get a breakout game for the love of God, Buffalo, and get the job done? Cover seven and a half. Those are my picks for the week. I will see you for week 11. Oh, by the way, uh, Alec Nava and I finished. We covered all the stuff with the World Series. You're getting to move down from all that because it's NBA season and NHL season. If you missed it at the Hopeless Sports Guy, we had a hell of a lot of fun yesterday. We covered the Seattle Kraken and the Colorado Avalanche. Myself, John Ott, Alec Nava, and Cooper Hopkins all joined in in that game. We called the first, second, and third period. We all each had a turn of a period, and Oliver Bjorkstrand ended up scoring the game winner and an absolutely fantastic game between the Kraken and the Avalanche. I've already penciled this in on the Monday side because they're going to meet again from a couple days a little bit later, and that is the third and final meeting of the regular season. So that'll be the opener for Monday. If that happens again and these guys want to, all three of us might join in that game again, but I'll at least be calling that Monday alongside somebody. It might be Alec Nava if Cooper Hopkins doesn't join in on that end, but that's going to be a lot of fun. We'll do it again on Monday, but if you missed that, on the Thursday side, it is on the site of Hopeless Sports Guy. I had a little bit of a recap. Didn't get the full story because I had a lot of stuff going on at that time after it was done. Because uh, NTG, Nick the Gamer, just got a PS5. He wanted to play some club stuff and then also get everything set for NHL 24 and then 2K side. So I got a little bit busy on that end. But we're going to mix in some club stuff. If Alec and Cooper get a PS5 or Series X on that side, so I think PS5 for Cooper... They're more than welcome to join in on that. I'll do a club reset in January once uh, all these patches and everything else get all done because this game's still a complete disaster on the NHL 24 side. It's messed up everything, and the menus take a long time to load. But uh, I'll get all that reset in January. But for the rest, uh, Monday's side will be the rematch of the Kraken and the Avalanche. That one's at Climate Pledge. And then I have back-to-back -back games next weekend against the Kalkaska Battlers in the Waterford Sharks on a Saturday and Sunday. So that'll take up my weekend streams. So it'll be early streams, maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then be done for the rest of the week. But I'll catch you for week 11 in the interim. Wish me luck as the stats reset. Peace, everybody. Hopefully get a chance to talk to you very soon and probably see you on the Monday side. Have a good one.